so this is the first uh, podcast of Slasher Stream. Um, we do have Twitter, um, YouTube, Facebook, and um, Twitch. And this kind of all started as a um, community and PlayStation 4, um, getting together with some friends, playing Dead by Daylight, other slasher games like Friday the 13th, and just kind of loving the uh, genre and uh, the excitement that it gives you when, uh, when you play. But um, basically, wanted to go over and just kind of explore different avenues of being able to reach out to that community and um, talk about things that we like about it, dislike, and uh, just go over things and um, kind of see what happens. So this is basically my attempt to um, try to get to contribute and get involved in uh, you know the other media side of everything other than the typical gamer podcasts or gamer um, videos and, and Twitch and uh, all the live streaming stuff and see how uh, I can reach people uh, through audio. Um, so let's get started. We're going to start talking about some things and uh, we'll see how everything goes. All right, so I uh, just looked over the video of uh, that behavior released for the new killer. Um, it's of, you know, Japanese uh, artifact on a wall. And then you hear somebody screaming and a uh, blade being used. And then somebody sounds like they're running out of the room, crashing through what sounds like a window. So, obviously, this is uh, something related to what we've all been kind of going over uh, the last couple of days, and uh, and I think the name is um, Ku Kumasek Ona. I think I'm saying that right, but if not, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. And so, basically, the uh, killer could be her. And uh, from Japanese lore or myth, and that would be exciting. Um, I think some of it is kind of driven by um, the fact that the game has caught on, Dead Daily has caught on really big in Japan, and um, the competition of the game is obviously um, becoming a little bit more intense because. They've, I've seen some lately, uh, I've seen lately um, some uh, videos on Hyperpanda's web or uh, YouTube page and um, other YouTubers that have revealed some kind of knockoff game um, related to uh, the Dead by Daylight franchise um, with a similar type of feel um, where you have like it's card based and you have game gambling machines and you know it's got an asian theme and or japanese theme so you know basically that's really what it is is it's you know just a way for them to kind of draw those um players into the game especially with the fact that they recently 
uh, offer the game up to the U.S. and I would imagine the U.K. and other areas for free um, if you have um, the PlayStation um, subscription for you know PlayStation and uh, for the online component. The words are escaping me right now, but if you have that subscription, you can get it for free. But the thing is, is that this game is going to be huge uh, as it grows, and then with the reveal of Death Garden, it's going to be even bigger. So, you know, my thought is, is that with the release of the game uh, being for free for those uh, subscribers to the uh, PlayStation Online component, um, and uh, giving them the ability to be able to play the game. And, you know, you have a ton of new people joining, and then you have those veterans that have played the game since the beginning, and the combination of the two is that the game is becoming a little diluted with people that want to quit all the time. And I'm not going to say directly that these are, whether I know or not, these people are um, in a part of the Friday the 13th, you know, group or, you know, players, but it really feels a lot like that um, because that's the only other really big slasher genre game um, out there that competes with uh, Dead by Daylight, if you want to call it competing, but uh, it, it just seems like we get a, lately it's been a lot of disconnects from the killers and disconnects from, you know, survivors that don't want to play the game to its fullest extent, even if they get frustrated, they just quit. And, uh, you know, they have a play, they have a uh, measure in place to kind of offset that. If you are the kind of player that really is concerned about pipping, which pipping is just, um, you get this little pip or a little mark, um, every time you do a specific amount of, uh, content within the game play, um, that could be benevolent chaser, um, you know, like uh, Lightbringer, which means you repair a lot of generators, and then uh, Unbroken, um, which means that you didn't get hit by the killer and you escaped. So if you do, you know, if you help people, you repair generators, and you, you know, do your part in trying to make sure that everybody successfully escapes or survives in some way or form over another, you will be able to, um, you know, pip. And when you pip, you love rank up. So you start at rank 20 and you can go to rank one, which is the best. And as you rank up, um, your gameplay is pooled with those people or those players that actually have the same kind of ranking system or rank as you or similar rank as you. I would imagine it's probably within maybe one to two ranks, either plus or minus. So, like, if you were rank 8, you could probably play against people who are rank 10 or 11, and then possibly rank, uh, play against people who are maybe um, 6 or 5. And, um, basically, it just comes down to, you know, the if they value the system, they hopefully won't you know, disconnect, but that is never the case. It's always a disconnect, and 
they just continue to, to play that way. And they lose two pips every time they do that. So then you see that those players are pooled with the other players that are in rank 20. So if you want to play with better players that are going to help and contribute to the game, you want to rank up. And that's their way of kind of, you know, putting people together that want to play the game. To say that Friday did the same thing, but they had the salt mines is somewhat similar, but um, you get pooled with people that are salty as well if you decide to disconnect before the game ends and or disconnect as the killer in the middle of a match. So the ranking systems are okay, but they're really not going to stop people from doing what they want to do because in the end, people are just going to make those choices for themselves and everyone else is left to do it. And I've been in so many matches where I'll have somebody disconnect and leaves us with three people and immediately the killer just goes into stock mode and destroys everybody for the most part and nobody survives and it just becomes a really shitty match. And it's unfortunate because it really takes the the fun out of the game. Um, and I really think that, you know, uh, they should find a different way to deal with it. Unfortunately, when you have human nature involved, you know, or a choice, people are going to make those decisions that don't benefit anybody else. So, But enough of that. Um, I think that the main topic of what I really want to discuss besides the fact that the new killer may be released soon is um, the gameplay. Um, like I mentioned before, the gameplay of Dead by Daylight versus Friday the 13th between the two is what I really want to talk about. I was a long time, uh, maybe a year or two, uh, player of Friday the 13th, had friends that played on it, uh, had a great time. It was a laugh, um, a minute. We had so much so much fun, even through the shitty parts of it where they had updates and they ended up being, you know, um, disconnects and the glitches and the updates where the killer was OP and then where the survivors were or the counselors were OP. And it just ended up being one of those things where, you know, people uh, ended up having fun no matter what. You know, we came up with their own mini games like Fight Club and uh, Frogger, where we would drive, you know, one person would drive the car around, try to hit everybody, you know, when the after the police were called. And uh, then we had uh, our own version of Paranoia. So I'm going to take a quick break real quick, and I will be right back. All right, we're back. And we were discussing the differences of Friday the 13th versus Dead by Daylight. Um, so, like I was saying, um, we, or I, uh, was playing with a group of people, had a great time. The game really, at first, when I initially started playing it, like most people were probably like, wow, this is really terrifying. You know, like I'm bringing to life the, the movie that I watched and uh, loved. And... Um, Ended up feeling those those uh, terrifying moments, you know, of the first couple of matches, you know, uh, being chased by Jason and the music and how scary it was. And, I mean, it still has that effect a little bit, but mostly it's a novelty right now. And uh, people play it as that, and that's what they've made the game. Uh, it's a novelty. It's not 
anything that terrifies them or scares them into, you know, um, a dismission and, you know, like where they're like, ah, oh, I just can't play this game anymore, you know, but the game is fun. Um, Dead by Daylight, on the other hand, is more of a suspense game for me, as most people. Um, you don't know who the killer's going to be initially, um, unless you actually start the game uh, fresh from a new copy, and you just started. Um, they have this tutorial set up where I think maybe in the first maybe 10 or 15 matches that you play, you'll see um, a tutorial down at the bottom that will tell you who the killer is going to be and how to prepare for them. But after a while, it stops. I'm not quite sure exactly how many, but I'm just guessing because I have friends that have played it initially when they first got it, um, and that's about how long it took. And so you're not sure who the killer is going to be. You start randomly across the board, and like everyone knows who's played the game, you are just trying to get these generators done and be as quiet as possible so that you don't attract the killer because basically, unlike Friday the 13th, you cannot really do anything to the killer other than throw pallets down on them or hit them with a flashlight in the face to stun them. And it's you running from the killer the entire time. And the killer is always faster than the survivor. Um... And it's amazing. I thought initially seeing all these things that make the killers so overpowered makes it almost completely difficult or impossible for someone to escape, but it always happens. People can escape, and uh, they do it all the time. I've had it done to me several times, if not more, as a killer, and it's uh, quite easy, um, as a matter of fact, when you're good at it. Uh, I, however, am not good at it. Um, there are some times when I have my moments, but to be quite honest with you, I am still getting used to it, and I am already past level 100 as a player. I have one um, level 1 devotion, and it means I, that means that I've actually um, hit level 100 once at least. And now I'm almost level 49 right now. So I'm on my halfway there to uh, level 2 devotion. And uh, that just basically tells them that you've played the game a lot and you've gone through a, a few levels. So with that said, you know, the game is awesome in the sense that it has a really good perk system. Um, as far as like what perks to pick to put on your survivors to give them the advantage of being able to survive and escape. So with that said, I, I like the game for its detail, attention to detail. I like the game for the suspense that I get out of each match uh, over and over again. No matter how many times I've played it, I still get that suspense and that thrill from the game, and that's important and key. And... Friday just doesn't have that, and then coupled with the fact that they are already having difficulty doing updates or adding new content, um, it's going to be really, they're going to be really hard-pressed to compete with Dead by Daylight. And with the onset of Dead by Daylight's newer project, which is similar to Fortnite, um, which is Death Garden, that is going to kind of take them into the stratosphere of gaming 
uh, in that in the multi-line playing games uh, for both the console and the PC. But I think that they're doing good, and I like the Dead by Daylight better, uh, much better than Friday the Thirteenth. But I still play both, and uh, I still have my group of friends that I play with on both. But the group of friends that I have, uh, which was surprising when they were all kind of hooked on Friday the 13th, I had a few of them that I kind of had to convince to come over to Dead by Daylight when I was playing, um, before they were, and now that they're there, they don't want to go back to Friday, so I can understand, and I'm not, I feel that way too, um, I play more Dead by Daylight than I do anything else, and... I think that that just shows how good the game is versus how how good Friday is or how lacking Friday is in, in its uh, presentation and the way it, it the gameplay is. So that is going to wrap up my podcast. Um, be sure to check us out on Twitter. Uh, today we will be going uh, and playing a Friday match uh, event that I created through the PlayStation community called Slasher's Stream. Um, it is going to be It's Friday and Chad's a Dick. That is the name of the uh, event. And basically all it is is me streaming as Chad on Twitch and uh, just being a dick to both counselors and Jason. But hopefully I get some people to join me and uh, have a good time and make some fun of it. But uh Feel free to check us out there. We are on Facebook, Twitter, uh, and Twitch. So uh, feel free to check us out there. If you are a PS4 or PlayStation community um, member already, um, please feel free to uh, join our community. It's open to everyone. We'd love to have you. Um, And again, it's Slasher's Stream. Thanks again for listening.